0: Stop. Daily Thoughts. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.
1: The boys are back. It's been a quick two-month hiatus for D-Train Daily, but you haven't missed much from us. We've been busy with finals, busy with school, but we're almost wrapping up. I'm done on my end, but Dave is almost done with his, so now we're back to talk Yankees baseball, and I present to you the face and the voice of D-Train Daily, David Reyes. Dave, take it away.
0: Well, Susan, I thank you. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, That's Sterling's trademark. Uh, But yeah, now we're back. Um, Two months of just school stuff, basically, for the two of us. Dan's now apparently a lawyer. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Let that happen. Yeah, I don't know. I've been talking to people down in Carolina, and they were just like, hey, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, we're back. There was like a month there where they played actual baseball, and the insight would not have been great from us. Just a lot of swearing, to be totally honest.
1: I mean, the baseball counted, but the Yankees weren't playing actual baseball.
0: No, not at all. And CC said himself, baseball doesn't count to Memorial Day, so there's that. Yeah, <laughs> um, We'll just He's chalk that worried. up to a well chalk it up to just a, a lost month um anyways um uh, john carlo stanton that's that's the that's it that's the pod see you guys later
1: yeah john carlo from another world um he is currently occupying another planet once he started hitting from the two hole i don't know how boone discovered that once he started putting him in a different slot that the entire world would change Carlo would become both an average and a power hitter back to his olden days in Miami. But here we are and you have to respect the Stanton.
0: You really do. That's Stanton with a two at the beginning and then a seven instead of a T, the yeah. second T.
1: Sorry, Derek. Uh, your days are over.
0: Numbered, if you will, actually.
1: Oh, that's even better.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's hitting the ball like we've never like not really in a Yankee uniform, aside from last postseason, I don't think we've seen him hit it as well as he has. People really sleep on that 2018 season. Like Judge was hurt for a decent chunk of it, and really like like Stan stepped up to the plate, he was really good in the outfield, and like swung a hot bat most of that year. But we haven't seen like this Stan since like 2017, where he went on that 59 homer tear. So good to see him performing. Up to par, even better. He got some light MVP chance yesterday too, so that's a first.
1: Ooh, people not calling for him to be traded—that's surprising, actually.
0: Yeah, the the haters are down furious right now. Um,
1: it's actually a good point. I haven't seen a single tweet on my timeline of Giancarlo with a K instead of a C in a really long time. So that that is refreshing.
0: It really is. Yeah, they're they're furious. Even carabas himself was just kind of like, yeah, you just got to sit here and just watch an awe at this point. So that's nice. Um, yeah, I know the boys are finally starting to click. Took nice two games out of a three-game series from the Astros, the, our beloved arch-nemeses. Yeah. One of them, at least. Um, made Jose Otuve cry a little bit.
1: We made a lot of reporters, maybe fake reporters from Houston, cry over our satire New York Port Sports, shout out them yeah, um, for their always great content. But this series was it pretty much lived up to expectations. I mean, you always wanted to have a sweep happen. Um, that's how you wanted this to come out when you saw it chalked up on the schedule. But aside from kind of an unsatisfying ending to game three, everything kind of lined up the way you hoped for.
0: Listen, we're the best team for twenty-five out of those twenty-seven innings. Well take to take trade that for the the world, really. Um just the Rocky outing from Chad Green. First one I really think of the year for him. Bullpen's been locked down. Could not be more happy for my son, Jonathan Lizica, at this point. He's really stepping into that old Chad Green uh Dylan role roll where they just go to him whatever they feel like and let him air it out for like two innings at a time. So you love to see that. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it was really great. <laughs> Hilarious to see Altuve play the vict- or Dusty Baker play the victim card for Jose Altuve. That was actually pure hysterically hysterics to me.
1: I mean, the best thing I saw from my end was since I am a Houston resident part time, I get the Houston broadcast. He does and for much of the game. They were showing the stat splits for Aaron Judge and Jose Altuve, but only from 2017. So there was a lot of rehashing from that MVP contested season. Um, So this was the series that Houston just did not want to let up and just wanted to play the victim and say that they were the better team. Their players were the better players and that they still deserve that tainted, untainted, whatever you want to call it ring. So this was fun.
0: It was a lot of fun. Bronx is back, even with ten thousand people there in attendance. Like our buddy Matt, he was there, boots on the ground. He had him there Tuesday night, and he said that place sounded like fifty thousand loud when you were in person. So, can only imagine what a packed house will look like at some point during the summer. It's coming to you soon, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, firing all cylinders. Finally, the is really starting to click. A uh, couple guys still trying to get out of the ruts, though. We got a. Uh, Got a few guys batting below the Mendoza, not really doing their thing just yet. But uh, Aaron Hicks finally had a pretty solid series against the Astros. Clint had a dinger. That was pretty promising.
1: Yeah. I mean, Hicks started to come out a little bit. He had, I believe, five hits in his last seven-plus at-bats or so in this Astros series. So maybe that fan juice contributed to him getting little back into it, um, just hoping he shows out a little bit more so the Yankees maybe don't have to go look at trying to get back an outfield option after we gave up Mike Talkman, R.I.P. the Sockman. Um but on too soon. It's promising to see that, you know, he is starting to click a little bit more. Obviously you can't extrapolate two games of success into saying, oh well, everything's fixed and we're back to the way things should be. But things are looking up potentially.
0: Yeah, definitely on the up and up here. Um, Clint, too, really starting to get a little bit better, hopefully, in the zone. He's been a little too p- – it's funny because the inverse of the two of them. Uh, Hicks was being a little too aggressive for his nature because he's usually very passive and works a nice walk, um, and Clint will just hack away at the zone and make you 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 know, make you pay for your mistakes. Clint being a little too passive this year, watching a lot of meatballs on the plate, that's been frustrating as hell to see. But uh, hopefully the two of them pick it up a little bit more gary sanchez exists
1: yeah gary sanchez is a human being
0: yeah poor guy man i yeah. love gary but uh he's gonna look great uh, for the 2022 miami marlins that's for sure
1: Ooh, man those colors do pop on him he looked great in that home run derby so
0: he's gonna look great he's gonna get the nice lineup too on the beard it's gonna be awesome that hair is gonna be nice
1: oh baby yeah
0: no but real talk like uh yeah, it sucks to see that. Uh, Higgy's coming back down to earth a little bit, too. He, he's like one for his last 16 over the past week, so that's not great. Um, the only difference being is he gives you more reliable defense, as people like to point out to you all the time.
1: That's um, what people do point out, Yeah, I've heard from the booth.
0: Yeah, I don't really know what we do in terms of catcher um, if we need a piece. Yeah, I don't know. that It's not a pressing issue, but it's like I'd rather catcher not be in complete black hole, I guess.
1: Yeah, the I comes think the show. that Gary comes around, becomes hopefully even a shell of his self, um, the, the self that we know Gary can be, and that Higgy gets back into those Garrett Cole uh, juiced up hitting performances, you know, obviously we're not going to see him putting the ball out of the park every start like he seemingly was a few weeks back, but yeah. Um, if we're getting some consistent hitting performances, I don't think defense is going to be the biggest thing for these guys. Like we once were concerned with, especially with Gary. I mean, obviously Higgy wasn't a defensive concern, but especially with Gary, I think he shorted he's, up a little bit, but he's, he's looked a lot better.
0: He's uh, not that he's had to deal with too many breaking balls this year from what I have like seen, I guess I could run the numbers on that, but like he's been pretty solid at blocking yeah. for the most part this year. Nothing's been too crazy reason. He's letting, he's letting balls get away from him and, I'm pretty sure his frame is consistent as ever. I can pull it up real quick. But, yeah, no, he's uh, – the tandem works, at least. I think even a platoon is not that bad. Like, you know both of them can run into a dinger at times. Obviously, Hingy gives you more of consistent glove, of course, but it's not the worst thing. They're yeah. both guys think- who run into dingers every now and then and can get run into a base hit as well. I don't know. Pitching staff likes them both.
1: Eventually, we're probably going to see Boone lean on one of them one more than the other just to get one of them going. In yeah, place, just easily. And more A-Bs. Um, but, I mean, for right now, I don't think we're in the worst spot, especially considering the offense as the overall unit is clicking a little bit more. But, mm-hmm. obviously, you want them to be contributing to that. So, hopefully, we see something change on the horizon.
0: Yeah. All right, this year he's a little bit below the major league average in terms of framing, so not great for Gary. That is, um, hopefully he picks that up a little bit. He's really good at calling the outside pitches, the corners, and the rest of the zone, not too great according to the stat cast. But, um, I don't know, let me go see what Higgy's looking at here. Uh, who else we're going to talk about? Uh, Cole, as we mentioned, good god, that man is a Yankee. I have to pinch myself every so often to remind myself that he is an ace in every single definition of a word, and I don't care what Mets fans say, the best pitcher in New York, best pitcher in baseball, is Gary Cole.
1: I still want that gas, yes, and you had better deliver. I mean, for a time, he did have a, I mean, he probably still has a lower FIP than DeGrom has. I think so. I missed that last start with a right side injury tweak, whatever you want to call it. Listen, so
0: the, the nerds are definitely singing phrases for Mr. Cole.
1: The nerds are salivating. Um, but Garrett Cole worth every single penny that Hal got out of his yacht and threw onto his lap because <laughs> every five days you can expect Garrett Cole to show up and just dish out and you love to see it. Um,
0: he never his best stuff yesterday. He still grinding out that start. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. I, our boy Jordan Alvarez had his number, but
0: yeah, we do appreciate Jordan around these parts. That dude's just a,
1: it's a large deep. boy.
0: Yeah, we saw him in person once, and it's just—he's amazing. Like, yeah. Also, he didn't cheat, as far as we know, because he missed the cheating scandal apparently. So, but yeah. he's just literally just muscle. That's it. Like, it's awesome to watch him hitting dingers.
1: Objectively but cool. Aside from this, uh, this last Ash game, Garrett Cole. I mean, the thing I noticed with his starts, especially in the postseason, he would always cruise, but there would be one. <laughs> time where he would give up a home run every game without fail there would always be one home run and you would always pray that it would be a solo shot because it would always happen Mm -hmm. and it just seems like this year I think aside from this last game there hasn't been that many occurrences of him giving up the long ball so with that aside he's just been a mind-blowing pitcher just a world changer for the Yankees and now that Kluber and Tyon are coming back into their own and kind of going back into the form that we were hoping that they would have from the outset. But, you know, obviously they needed a bit more time to get back to where we needed them. Yeah. The starting rotation is starting to take a little better form.
0: He has three home runs allowed and two of them were from yesterday. So the man has limited the gopher ball. Then again, home runs are down all across the league because we just got rid of the bouncy ball, which sucks, but I get it.
1: RIP okay. baseball.
0: Yeah, RIP baseball. Move the mountain back, please. Uh, Now, last year, he had through in 12 starts, he had 14 home runs allowed. Through seven starts this year, he's only allowed three home runs. And he's only walked three guys, too. Jesus Christ, he's really good. Yeah. Sorry?
1: He's shoving the ball.
0: He is. He's he's shoving, as we say around these sports. Um, Yeah, his strikeout per nine ratio is about 13. (laughs) He's averaging about 13 strikeouts per nine innings, which is roughly, it's just below his 2019 rate. Which that's hysterical. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. At thirty years old, he's easily this is the best baseball he's pitched, I think. Like, it's impressive. I don't I don't know what else to tell you. This it's awesome. I've always wanted to see him in the Yankee uniform. Brian Cashman's always wanted to see him in a Yankee uniform and it's been just as good as advertised. So I'm hoping we get to see at least one game from him. Buddy of mine went to the what was it, the fourteen game or 14? 14-striker or 12-striker game the, the pitch the other day. He said it was amazing in person, so really hoping we get to see that uh, live sometime this summer. Um, you mentioned the other members of the pitching staff. Uh, Kluber, really good start the other day. Against the Tigers, of course, but definitely promising. Something to build on from there. Yeah. Love to build.
1: I mean, tomorrow should be a good game, Kluber versus Scherzer, so that'll be a little fun Cy Young battle going on.
0: Yeah, Battle of the uh, twenty ten aces, which is like weird to think about considering the twenty tens is not that far ago, but like you know.
1: Eleven years,
0: Dave. I know, but like the two in the one Cy Young is, what in twenty seventeen, I think, in the same year. So it's just like yeah. people were talking about that and just like that wasn't that long ago, but now they're old guys, so fun yeah. to think yeah. about. Um, but yeah, no, the he's shoving, we got Tyone tonight. Hopefully he starts uh picking it up a little bit. He's looked a lot better. I think he's just trying to settle into his new uh his new windup for sure. He's trying to build a backup strength to pitch in a full, you know, one sixty-two. Um, something that's interesting about these guys—they're throwing a lot more changeups than before. People are ranting, and raving about them on Twitter. Map like apparently shifted the entire organizational outlook to just emphasizing changeups. Like Cole's throwing ninety-mile-per-hour changeups and making look dudes look stupid. So that's cool.
1: I'm digging it. I mean, it seems to be working so far. Not at the outset of the season, but as we're kind of settling into the swing of things now that we're kind of going through the things in may, um, I like where we're at.
0: Yeah. We're doing well. And if we he
1: yeah. who shall not be named Domingo Herman, not well, doing the worst.
0: He's been okay. Yeah. Solid.
1: Yes. Yeah, still,
0: can't, still can't wait for Luis for seven to come back, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, yeah couple of different things uh we have geo who's a little banged up right now which kind of sucks but uh we get the return of Maggie tonight so return yeah. to helicopter
1: bill and welcome back welcome back to the team um playing first base
0: just about to say you think uh what do you think about that
1: um i mean it's interesting i didn't expect to see him playing first just because i mean we're all expecting Void to come back probably i would say within maybe a week and a half two weeks um and I would probably venture to say that when Voigt comes back, if Andahar is still having playing time within the lineup, they're going to need him to play somewhere else. And getting him reps at another position is probably the best thing to do. So I don't know how fruitful this first base endeavor is going to be.
0: I think it's just showcasing. like it, It's to show that he could handle playing first base at a major league level to gear up a trade or something like that like i don't know what else he would do Uh, the other option that i've seen float around is maybe he plays some left and we should we send down clint for at least a week to scranton just to sort things out because he has a minor league option remaining yeah i'm not the biggest fan of that because i think clint is deserves to be here and just deserves to work out his kinks in the major league level like just i he's tweaked his swing he's more open now in his stance like he's he's trying everything that he can to get back into the swing of things and his defense hasn't been that bad this year like i don't know if it'll be gold glove cover like it was last year but he's been fine it's just the offense needs to get going needs to be a little more aggressive
1: yeah and I think on that point it would probably I mean I obviously can't speak for what's going on with Clint Frazier internally but it would probably not be the best to send him back down probably bring up the ghosts of him getting sent up back down up back down yeah I don't want to get back into the swing of that and probably keeping him just up on the major league roster even if you're not starting him every day, just keeping him consistent, keeping his routine the same. And even if you're having to tweak some things in his stance or in his routine, um, then that's probably going to be the best for him.
0: You should stop buying so many sneakers.
1: Yeah. At, like every old dude on Twitter apparently.
0: But um, no, yeah, just have him work out his king. What were you going to say?
1: I mean, haven't you seen him like talking to – he was talking to Spike Lee yesterday. And he was talking to Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively a couple days ago. <laughs> So I mean, he's just canoodling with everyone out there in the stadium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate how people are just like, "That's so like not baseball players." It's like, dude, it's good for the sport. I like, I like Gavin like a little bit of a guy who's kind of a mini celebrity at least. Like, it's kind of cool. And like he, when he is on, he's on. He's a really yeah. good player. So. <laughs>
1: I mean, um, giving a hat to Ryan Reynolds isn't gonna make him hit better. He's just building a celebrity row for Yankee Stadium. It's yeah,
0: who cares? It's nice. Fans are back. Let, let them be happy about that too. They're entitled to be happy about it as well. Yeah. Or not happy considering we threw baseball with them a few weeks ago, but I digress on that. Yeah. People were up in arms about all of that and people were like some people were just like they're like, Oh, these classes Yankee fans. I'm like, we threw battery like not we and me and you, but like in the nineties, this team was horrible and threw them batteries. Like the fans threw batteries on the field, like chunky D batteries.
1: When batteries used to exist,
0: yeah. Like listen to any listen to any Bodega Boys podcast; they they talk about it in depth. It's hysterical. Um, but yeah, so um, just let him work at his Kingsley Major League level, and it's not like we could fall back on like, oh, Gardner's an option to platoon. Like Michael Kaysman hammering about Gardner's looking very old, very washed. It's fine. He gives a good defense and good, you know, reliable defense, decent speed, but for a bench piece, but to be like, yeah, let's platoon these two guys. That makes no sense at this point. And Gardner does not look like an everyday player anymore.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the only option left is putting Giancarlo in the field, which I, that's something that Boone has always talked about as an option. And that's something that Boone said would happen at some point, but I just, don't think is ever going to happen. I kind of think that was not a lie, but I think it was just a hopeful thing that he was talking about. And I I don't don't
0: know why, like, I get it. Like, I mean, at least he's working now. So it's not like he'd be like, Oh, he needs like, you know, the mental break to get on the field and stuff like that. Maybe he should just like, I honestly think he should, he's not a bad fielder. Like he's fine. Honestly, just platoon him and judge between DH and right field. We've said this since the winter. Like it just makes more sense to keep their legs fresh every so often by rotating between the two spots i feel like that's the fairest trade-off but yeah yeah i mean there's no other options really we're kind of screwed right now hopefully like i said hicks is another guy who's need to pick it up um because we don't our center field options are lacking people keep pointing to floreal he got the cameo last year because we were really thin on depth he's not major league ready at all like yeah watch any of his minor league bats that dude's got some swing and miss and you want to see him flail against like the pitching now when strikeout rates at an all-time high it's a terrible idea I I get it. Like he's got the tools. If he puts it all together, he could be easily be like a 30, 30 Alfonso Soriano type, but from the left side, that's what I think at least, but putting him out there right now when he's not a hundred percent ready is a dumb idea to me personally. The only other guy I could think of like as a bench piece, like in triple A, I guess would be Greg Allen. But again, just a bench piece might be an upgrade over Gardner maybe, but like, I feel like they offer you the same offense. So just keep guardy there. It's fine. It's a fourth outfielder role. I touched on it yesterday with some of my friends or the other day, just like maybe want to go looking for a fourth outfielder. Because I think Pinstripe Valley, like they had an article about it as well. Maybe go look for a fourth outfielder if we need one by the deadline. But that's a minor issue. It's a really, yeah. really minor issue.
1: I mean, I, I have in mind, I guess, right now for a fourth outfielder. That would be pretty good. Out um, of I mean, the National League, I think Mike talkman has been hitting pretty well for the Giants. Yeah. He would fit in pretty well for us
0: that trade wasn't dumb because it's like okay like we got a starter who's like the peripherals look decent at least on him it's just like again four million's not really breaking the bank or anything like that as well and Guardy does give you good veteran leadership like cole was effusively talking about him the other day in the pregame honestly but um yeah i don't know maybe you I should they
1: just did the trade too quick
0: yeah there was like
1: the too fast
0: yeah there was no need to do it right now i mean like i get it get whoever you can i guess back room but i don't know there was no need it's weird talk then again i don't know if talk. well i guess talk gives you kind of the same thing like Gardner does just at a cheaper price so it's like gives you more room for stuff you want to do at the deadline um although we hit we did find a financial loophole
1: yeah (laughs) good friend jacoby ellsbury Might save the game this day for us. Talking about that, over the luxury tax threshold.
0: (laughs) How how does that work? You got to explain that to people.
1: So if Jacoby Ellsbury wins his grievance against the Yankees for withholding pay, all of that money is going to count against us and the salary cap. And I believe it's in the range of like twenty, twenty-two million dollars. Yeah, it's somewhere significant. Throw us over, so. I mean, obviously, you don't want the Yankees to lose a grievance case ever, but... Especially not against
0: Jacoby Ellsbury, a lot of people, but...
1: Yeah, but in this case, if the Yankees go over the luxury tax threshold, then maybe Hal won't be so stingy and say, you know, fuck it, we're already over. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, uh, drop drop you're it saying...
1: top, Jackie, let's flex a little.
0: <laughs> you had Hal perched up on the grass, you know, over there waiting to take out Cashman.
1: Yeah, so... The um, literal
0: text message I got from Dan was just like, yeah, maybe Cash says there are no strings on me and then just decides yeah. to spend a little bit. So um,
1: I mean that's very wishful thinking because if <laughs> Steinbrenner loses another 20 million I don't think he's gonna go out and spend more but
0: there's no way especially, especially you
1: lose... on the hook for extra
0: <laughs> he's gonna lose to that man there's no way
1: yeah um, so, um selfishly
0: we all have to root a little bit for Jacoby Ellsbury here for some reason in the year 2021 AD
1: huge um, conspiracy theory going on with that but yeah we're gonna to... To look for
0: we're tuning our own horn on that one just <laughs> let him win <laughs> so we can all win
1: yeah, let Jacoby have this one. Come on. He deserves tr- it. As a treat.
0: as a treat. Um, yeah, but uh, outfield, a little bit of concern. I'm not overly concerned with it right now. I still feel like the guys can pick it up. Hicks might start breaking out a little bit if this Astros series is any indication. Um, Clint, obviously, with the big home run yesterday. I just let him work those things at the major league level. Just give him every day consistent at-bats. You, the only way is just through in terms of the slump like people say that consistently i'm pretty sure ken singleton and paul o'neill have always said that just let him try to go back to mashing let him let clint be clinton i think the rest will just come into place same thing with hicks the yeah. only thing i would say right now is maybe looking into an outfielder if we really need one at the deadline i
1: don't and think I got... that issue was is too pressing especially given that we're in the beginning of may
0: yeah, exactly. It, like, I've had some targets in mind, like, if you really want to hear them, like, and just people were saying, like, Starling Marte or Corey Dickerson from the Marlins, like, those aren't terrible options because they're on the last year of their deals. And they both play – well, Dickerson plays corner and Marte can play anywhere. So it wouldn't be the worst idea to look into a trade from either of them if push comes to shove. But we're still early on that it's, like, thinking about deadline stuff when the team's rolling is kind of moot at this point to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, people were talking about, like, okay, so if, like, Correa was, like, I want to sign with the Yankees, would you be accepting that? No. The answer is no. no. I don't think he would be either, to be totally honest, and I'm pretty sure Judge might murder him in the clubhouse.
1: Yeah, not after this series, either. There's no. not that's happening.
0: No way. That, could you imagine that happen? It'd be, like, Manny Ramirez signing with the Yankees back in, like, 2000, I don't know, what, eight?
1: Yeah, they're... I mean, Damon happened, but... Jacoby happen.
0: Shelby. Yeah. Um no, not not an option. That dude's also soft as hell. Like for as much crap as we give judge, like that guy got a massage from his wife and broke a rib. How does that happen?
1: I mean, we don't know how strong that massage could have been. So, giving him <laughs> the benefit of the doubt, but I definitely understand that point.
0: He broke a rib from a massage, Judge broke a rib from a diving play in the outfield. The levels to this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Little different.
0: Yeah. One very gritty, the other one not so much, yeah. More sensual, but you know, I digress. I digress. Um, yeah, uh, bullpens and nails too, even without Britain and O'Day here for the most part. Um, R.I.P. to just out of Vino, you know, that dude is lost it, yeah. Boston. Poor guy.
1: I mean, we did send him to essentially his worst nightmare scenario where the childhood team gave him to the Red Sox. Um, Which can't be good for anyone's mentality.
0: It was an inside
1: job. Don't even worry about it.
0: You could rest easy now, Alex. God. Don't even worry, Cora. We got this. When did they come to the stadium? Is that soon? That's got to be soon, right? I mean... It's usually around this time. I'm pretty sure they, they're supposed to be at the stadium because yeah. we, we, we've we been there, right?
1: You,
0: have we Have we played them yet? I
1: don't think so. Really? No, because we would have heard Carabas tweet about it.
0: Oh, yeah. He never lets us forget that. Let's see. God, it feels weird considering we're like at the beginning of May and we still haven't played them yet. I feel like we usually play them very early on.
1: June,
0: um, June is the first time we play them? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. June 4th of the... Wow, okay. At the stadium, at least so that's cool. All right, I try to go to some of those games, maybe, depending on the old, you know, how things work out. But yeah, no, pretty cool. Both me and Dan are fully vaccinated too, so like we, we're going to try to get some ball games in this summer.
1: Yeah, big time uh, needles and arms, guys.
0: Yeah, <laughs> put the needle in my arm.
1: Big supporters <laughs> of the '98 home run race and other juicers which brings me to another complaint that we've been having that uh, just no hitters have been popping up everywhere. Um, Obviously you can't fix this with having overpowered hitting and, you know, just letting guys juice up and stuff like that. But I mean, I like a no hitter, but what a few years ago was the year of the pitcher. And there were like four no hitters. And one perfect game throughout the entire year.
0: Was that the 2011 year with Roy Halladay where he threw the two of them in the yeah. same year? That was yeah, that was like a 2011-2012 season.
1: We're a month in the season. We have three no hitters and technically a fourth with Baumgartner's <laughs> seven inning.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's May seventh. Yeah, shouldn't be a thing. So Radon was very close to just a complete perfect game, and Means was too, if we're being honest. That dropped third strike, like he technically should have it, but
1: yeah. um, we're kind of proponents of moving the mound back and just seeing what happens with that. Obviously, I think they're looking to do that in the Atlantic League.
0: Yeah, they were toying with that. Uh, the Atlantic League, uh, for people who don't know, it's an independent league. Uh, shout out to Long Island Ducks, our resident Atlantic League uh, team. Um, but, uh, yeah, they are toying around with that. Um, a couple other things in the minors. They are banning the shift, which I don't hate, honestly. Um, what are your thoughts on that
1: one? I... I guess I'm more of a fan of moving the mound back than the shift. I feel like the shift can just be toyed around. Like, they're going to figure out a way to put guys or stack guys as close to whatever that imagining, imaginary line of demarcation is right. to make it work. Um, yeah,
0: you had said that, where it's just like, oh, if you play like on the lip of, lip of the outfield grass, it's like, well, this doesn't count technically, but like... Yeah,
1: like- also how do you define like where center field ends where right field begins yeah just stuff of that nature i feel like it's going to get very very messy where no, i f- the mound back yeah like obviously very difficult to have guys just immediately become accustomed to throwing an extra foot foot and a half but I i'm mean, cool
0: with them like limiting the fact that these dudes can play into the outfield like the raised four-man outfield pisses me off every time i see it you're not geniuses you're just jerk like you're just assholes like that's yeah. just how it is this isn't galaxy brain thinking cash like that's not what this is this is I'm you like just
1: league softball
0: it is D- the best thing was like i was watching MLB tonight the other day and like trout was up against Foreman. and i felt like they're just like he's probably just gonna go over it and you literally just crack a dinger which i was like thank god for mike trout doing a cool thing that we all can enjoy here um but yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, if the infield can shift over, but like they have to stay on the lip, like they have to stay on the dirt, that's okay to me, I guess. I feel like limiting the shift is probably the best way to go about it. But yeah, moving the mound back, we're big proponents of that.
1: Yeah. I I agree with you 100%. Figuring out some sort of shift thing, forming outfield is dumb. Ban,
0: ban that, but scrap that. Don't let the Rays and their yeah. team of nerds, like, don't, that, that can't be a
1: thing. I don't even... I can't, I can't even count it as a nerd thing. Just like, oh, if we put more people where the ball goes all the time, then they'll have less hits. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for ruining the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't like it, just bunt. I'm like, it's really hard to bunt. They don't teach it anymore. Like, yeah, sorry. Um,
1: it's really hard to bunt when you have guys throwing 93 mile per hour sliders.
0: In on your hands, like, no yeah. less. Like, you, you want to take a... Votto just broke I mean like it wasn't on the time but Votto just broke us on the other day you really want to oh god Hang on, so so someone was me. but yeah no I don't want to see uh, I don't want to see dudes trying to bump on a square up on a DeGrom 93 slider breaking in on their hands that's just not fun to anybody yeah um, yeah pitchers throwing harder than ever a lot more spin too just don't like move the mound back just ever so slightly at least a couple feet
1: or bring back the juice balls manfred you coward
0: how about both how about both
1: yeah we could always do both
0: The velo is less, and we just have the super bouncy ball. It's going to be great. Yeah, Launch angle is not going away, by the way, guys. It's not a new concept. Apparently, Ted Williams has always been talking about that from beyond the grave, apparently, because his head's still alive. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, no. uh, Yeah, just we got to fix this. I don't know how. I don't know who I'm supposed to talk to. Theo, you up. Just fix this.
1: Theo, don't call us. We'll call you.
0: We'll have our, my people call your people. I'll have my professor, Travis, talk to you on behalf of me, and then it'll work. Shout out before him.
1: Also, right. mid 2nd to start the 10th inning is kind of stupid.
0: 86 that. That's so, No one likes the extra inning rule. Very few people do. It's so little league. Like, it just doesn't – I know it's supposed to, like, limit the fact that these games go deep, but not many of them go into, like, the 12th inning to begin with. So, like, what's the point?
1: I'm okay. I'm more okay. I'm not saying okay. Mm-hmm. I'm more okay with them doing it if the guy started on first base.
0: Yeah. I, if you start him in scoring position, it's just dumb because it's like a single basically wins the game for you, depending on, like, who's, you know, like, what happens.
1: A single wins the game, or you could do two sack flies. You don't even have to get a hit.
0: No, yeah. You just put the ball in the air a little bit, like, deep enough, yeah. depending on who the guy is at, at second, as long as it's not Liam Hendricks good job there, Tony La Russa. Um Oh God. To be fair, like that wasn't just like an elderly thing. Like no one knows these extra inning rules, but also it's not a great look when you're, when your manager who's prone to being, you know, 12 deep and Bush light just puts his reliever on at second base to start off and the extras and then loses one, nothing.
1: Um- very surprised we're already seeing articles saying that the Tony Larissa experiment is not working. I'm shocked. Absolutely shocked. shocked. I didn't see it coming whatsoever.
0: <laughs> Between that and the memes of Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert just dying, apparently. Yeah.
1: Not so great. Yeah. Tony might be the uh, first to go, but yeah. I mean, the White Sox love him, so we'll see how that ends up.
0: Jerry if I think, is committed to this, so good luck with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just a couple of musings on the game right now at hand. Not really much else to report. We'll probably do some more closer to like when we're panicking about who we should trade for and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could wrap this up if you want to with a little mind the gap.
0: Yeah, it's been a bit. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, so for all of you who have forgotten because it's been two months and I myself have forgotten. <laughs> non-sports or baseball I guess I have to make that caveat because we always go off track um diatribe into something else although this one is a little tangentially related to baseball um so this week we're discussing what are our top two choices for an entrance entrance song for a reliever so these are our own personal choices not saying enter Sandman for Mariano or Billy Wagner depending on which side of New York you're from
0: <laughs> or uh, Hell's Bells for Trevor yeah there's some good um, intros honestly i mean cool. apple
1: bonnet tripping up to boston that was pretty dope
0: yeah objectively cool if you pitch for the red Sox, like that's awesome you do that and like the screen behind you plays like the scene from the departed where they're about to go like do the raid that's electric yeah <laughs> not gonna lie all right.
1: right so how about you do one i do one then
0: snake draft yeah
1: yeah let's sneak it
0: all right. Um, speaking of movies, uh, my f- top choice is uh, "Maggie's Farm" by Rage Against the Machine. Uh, if you don't know that song, but you have seen the movie "The Other Guys," that's the song that plays over the credits. Um, absolutely electric. It's really a, it's originally a Bob Dylan song, but Rage covered it. It's you hear that the sirens coming into like they just watch the ending of The Other Guys, honestly, or watch The Other Guys. Really funny movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, that gets you going. Really, like that, I can't imagine not sprinting out to that song.
1: So my number one choice has been and probably forever will be Tom Sawyer by Rush. I have been a pitcher by trade for, I guess, 18 years of my life now. We'll and throw
0: up the graphic on the Twitter page, don't worry.
1: Yeah, don't worry. And I guess Rush was the first band that I was really into and Tom Sawyer was the first song that I really, really liked. And so I always said, like, you know, if I ever had a song to come out to, you know, when I was pitching, it would be Tom Sawyer, because it just starts with this incredible cymbal crash, guitar part, and it just gets you fired up, gets you going. And there's no chance that I would change that. Although, to be fair, I, for whatever reason, I've always considered you know, if I was playing in this city for this team, you know, what would be my reliever song? And I'm always like, Oh, maybe I would change it to this. Maybe I would change it to this, but Tom Sawyer by rush. Always my number one choice across the board. Solid choice
0: right there. Can't, can't argue with that. Um, my second choice would be, uh, no church in the wild by Jay-Z and Kanye. Um, Honestly, like I would do the whole theatrics thing. I uh, relievers should do more like WWE type stuff, like with their intros. To be totally honest, like, could you imagine the state, the lights going out in the stadium as like a single light comes on and busting out the bullpen is like Heath Bell back in the day, God. Just sprinting towards the mound. I would be thoroughly intimidated. Yeah. No, but I honestly think we should put like if you want to get people to watch, honestly, put a little bit more showmanship into it. Not the showmanship that James karen Jack does because that's just a tough guy act that he's. Definitely, it's, it's fake. I'm calling it out. It's fake. Um, but yeah, no, do more things like that. No Church on the Wall, great song. Um, just the, I don't know, the bass kicks in immediately. I'm just picturing myself sprinting out to the mound, getting ready to just dial up 99 in the show, of course, not in real life. No. Yeah. Only in the show. Only in the show. All right. What's your, what's your next pick?
1: All right. My second and final pick is the song that I always play whenever I'm too tired to do anything and it's 6 p.m. on a Saturday and I'm feeling like I'm wasting my weekend and I want to go out with my buds. It's Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Nice. It's the beginning. The only way to define it is electric. The guitar riff at full volume will wake you up with the power of 10 cups of coffee. There's nothing like it in the world that will get you going will get your blood pumping will get your brain juiced will get you ready to do whatever you have to do. <laughs> so if I wasn't able to pick Tom Sawyer as a personal choice to myself. And I was just in the bullpen and I was throwing you know I was going through my stuff. And I was walking back and forth and I was feeling a little down a little anxious. Because you know it's been a long night you know it's 940 p.m. On a Tuesday We're playing Kansas city (laughs) tired. I don't want to be out there. And then you just hear that riff. You hear that riff, those doors open. And then all of a sudden you're sprinting, you're going 20 miles an hour towards the mound and you're just ready to go. Your arm is juiced. Your arm is buzzing. You're ready to throw 99. But in the show, of course, as we mentioned, not in real life. Of course, not in real life.
0: That's like that dude, Jojo Romero for the, uh, the Phillies, the dude who chugs the Red Bull and just smash on his arm. That's like the essential equivalent of that, but just in song form.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they let me shotgun a beer before going out to the mound, I would essentially have to add that to that routine.
0: Rusty rates uh, breaking balls. <laughs> <laughs> go, watch Ru- go watch Rusty Featherstone on TikTok for anyone who's listening to this. That dude's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good one. You know what? I just saw on Twitter actually. Like, you know what'd be really good? Talk about just like reliever like entrance like videos behind you, like before you come in. The uh, the I want that gas, yes, and you had better deliver. And then you just sprint out to the mound. Could you imagine that?
1: <laughs> I, I it's mean, a deep cut. You're be a hell the thing to do.
0: No one's gonna know what we're talking about. No but one would
1: a... understand well not even in our audience no one in the baseball stadium would understand what's happening
0: no you that's a very specific reference like if you watched a certain show you would understand like where that's from but yeah that's a (laughs) that's such a deep cut honestly that i would just do it for myself
1: yeah they need to be able to do that like you should be able to request like an intro video and an intro song
0: i need both i need the visuals because like chapman when he comes in has that sick video where it's just like him surrounded by fire basically and like he did It's uh, it's another rage song that plays. Um, I wake up by Rage Against Machine. It plays like as soon as he sprints out from the bullpen. It's awesome. Like, we need more of that in baseball. We need sick reliever intros for these. It's always
1: basic graphics packages. Like the one that has always stuck with me throughout my life was Mike Myers when he was pitching with the Yankees. Would come out to, I believe it was the Halloween song, Mm -hmm. and that's uh, Mike Myers. Yeah, it would just be like just like halloween themed like leaves going down like a bloody typeface with his name yeah he would come out and while he was warming up no like, more than that like i'm not saying like can you imagine a fast and furious set piece going off? oh okay like and then you just come out with that
0: you know, like when they're trying to like rally you up, like to get the crowd up, like the Yanks are about to come back. Like they play like the clips are, it's like Rocky, basically. Like, all yeah. right, like we're going to win. Like it's just, it's, it's yeah. Mick basically giving you the speech, but they got to do that. But like, I want, I'd like you should get licensed for this movie clips and like just play that and then I'll just sprint out to the song or whatever. Like I would play the, the, I would literally just play the ending to the other guys when they're getting in the car. And like, then just the song kicks in and I'm just sprinting out to Maggie's mom. Like that'd be awesome. But different things like that.
1: They do it for hockey games to be honest, but I think they do it for the fans. I forget what the movie's called, but they have like the guy's like, Come on, get on your feet. We're gonna go, we're gonna do it. Like yeah. we just need that, but for relievers. We really like, do. Every reliever gets a different video and it'll be sick and everyone would go to the games and they would tune in and it'd be awesome.
0: If you're the closer, like, you should just – they should automatically just know, like, they, that you specifically want that. Like, the hierarchy of guys in the bullpen, like, I mean, just this, the, the top-tier guys, like, they need those, like ex- – like, they need these intro things, like, for the most part. Like, Chapman gets one, of course. Um, I think Miller got one as well when he was with the Yanks, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but, yeah, just everything's like that for these guys when they come out. I know some people like to keep it simple. Like, Mo didn't care for Enter sandman honestly, like, yeah when he came out. But, I don't know, they get the crowd going sometimes i get the pitchers going too like the guys don't hear the music but like some some other guys do like i'm pretty sure for as much as slander to karen jack definitely probably feels it tommy canley feels like another guy that definitely feel it once that music kicks in and then just spreads yeah. out from the bullpen
1: well i mean but, if the pitcher can't hear the music the fans can hear the music and the fans are getting pumped up so then the pitcher by association can hear the fans who are pumped up
0: feeds off they, that energy yeah. yeah
1: exactly yeah.
0: definitely do that that's that's something like. No one's gonna hear this probably, but like honestly, that would be something that like interesting you would do. It's kind of footballish and honestly hockeyish, like you said. It's just something to get the crowd going. Yeah, music is enough, of course, but like I don't know, a sick entrance video would be really cool too for some of these guys.
1: Especially considering you're in the later innings of a ball game, fans are probably pretty tired or tanks you know, inebriated. You probably want to wake them up a bit.
0: Yeah, get the get the people going.
1: Yeah, Can't give enter- them what they want, Manfred. Give the people baseball. You know, we're out there. It's the seventh inning. It's like 4 p.m. I'm wearing a tuxedo. It's hot. I'm in the bleachers and I'm sweating through my <laughs> suit pants. Give me something to pump me up, man.
0: That couple did not make it sadly.
1: <laughs> they didn't make it to the end, chief.
0: Do you know why? Is it because like the internet just roasted them too much? Did Lindsay Adler ruin their relationship? Is my dad going to kiss the emperor?
1: I'm sure like that relationship like Okay, well, A, that buddy's friend like wanted to spy on them. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna prank him. Like this is like a good like couple that I know. Like, I'm gonna spy on my friend and see how it was like that. Was their second date. This wasn't like a long-term relationship. No.
0: Yeah, like it was the second date.
1: <laughs> and then all of Arizona sports are like, let's just pass this couple around and make money off of a marketing scheme. So R.I.P to that couple, uh, true love love doesn't exist.
0: Obviously it doesn't. No way in hell it does. No. Of course. Not because. you wear
1: a suit to a sporting event.
0: Gotcha, think about that. Back in the 40s, depression era guys would just wear these suits willingly to a baseball game. Just sopping wet in the middle of July. Could you imagine going to a 4th of July game? Like 4 o'clock start at the stadium. Yankees, Red Sox. 4 o'clock on 4th of July. Sopping wet in that like 90 degree weather
1: anywhere no he doesn't exist no
0: like uh, gonna go take this gonna go take this the the subway everyone get your tokens ready and then like just immediately got and just sweat
1: imagine the smell of the subway after that
0: yeah can't be any worse than it is now right
1: no it's not worse it's just a
0: different It's it's a different smell
1: it's a different time
0: different times different strokes for different folks but uh, yeah love is dead wear suits to baseball dead, games
1: so I, I think that's a good place to wrap that up
0: yeah wear suits to baseball games guys yeah. I might actually do that this summer I might just tell my friends we gotta go fully dressed up because Lindsay Adler told us to she's a friend at the
1: pod though she's yeah, she's, no, she's alright this is all in good fun
0: <laughs> all in good fun she all retweeted good. me that one time so gotta give her a little bit of love
1: yeah um, so if you're listening to this first timer go follow us at D train daily that's where we post all of our content all of our fantastic memes all of our fantastic graphics um,
0: we're a meme page also. that occasionally podcasts so this is
1: yeah this is just a little auditory listening for you guys
0: for your pleasure
1: yeah for your pleasure and we will be back sooner than last time
0: hmm. hopefully we don't really know
1: <laughs>
0: you'll hear from us when you hear from us yeah on that note see ya
1: and uh I can tell you it's a privilege to be back. I'll be talking to y'all soon.